Hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of the Business Motivation Podcast. This is officially the first episode of season two of the podcast. Yes. Um, for those who have watched it, you know, there is a season one review. The first 10 episodes were reviewed and you know some clips were shown. The bloopers were shown, stuff like that. It's a really good, you know, all-encompassing video. So if you're interested in that, you can check it out. Link is in the description. But you know, it's glad to see you back here, you know, the supporters of this um, venture. And talking about coming back to the show, we have yet again Tyrone Carlet, the founder of C-Suite resume and career branding no that sounds a bit different the last time you were here the business had a different name wow we're gonna get into that but you know before we get into that um tyrone just say hello to the people you know yes um hello everyone really really um good to be back on season two of this show um I was grateful at first to grace the, the presence of this platform in season one. And just to share a few um, about my business, our business in this case. And uh, I'm really grateful for Matthew for bringing me back on season two. And I look forward to sharing with you um, a few ideas or a few lessons that I've learned um, during my short time in business. All right, awesome stuff. Um, so we're going to get into why the name changed and stuff like that. But remember, like, subscribe and share. Please leave a comment. The engagement is very important as well. All right. So it's quite a long name. You're going to have to look at it again. <laughs> C-suite, resume and career branding. Sounds kind of fancy. So just um, for the audience sake. In case, you know, those who are watching who didn't see your first appearance. Um, this is the new name, but what was the old name of this business? Ah, uh, yes. So the old name was Jobs IQ. Oh, okay. So you changed from Jobs IQ to C-suite, resume and career branding. I asked this. Say it over and over again. <laughs> so I get used to this new name, you know? Yeah, resume and career branding. All right, so it's quite a long name, and I know that every word in this name has, you know, a meaning. So, first of all, I want, I want you to explain why you rebranded, you know, what gave you the bright idea, and want to know the meaning behind this new brand name. All right, sure, definitely. Um, thank you for, for that question, um, Matthew. So this rebrand really was a, a two-phase, or it was it had a compounded um, reason uh, why it took place. Um, the first reason for the rebrand is, um, one, Jobs IQ originally the purpose for Jobs IQ, um, or a third of the purpose for Jobs IQ was that of 
um, searching for jobs for the people and applying for those jobs where possible and also following up on those job applications for persons. Now, that aspect of the business was completely overhauled um, by myself. Um, and that was because what I realized is that for one, the, the work that went into job search, the work that went into um, applying for these jobs, writing the resumes, writing the application letter, then applying for these jobs, and then following up, the work that went into that, um, the, I, I, I hesitate to say um, the cost or the money that, that you know, it's worth, firstly, in, in a financial work that I was charging at the time, um, it didn't pencil out, right? Um, the time that went into it, the efforts and so forth, that didn't, uh, um, didn't match with the, what I was charging. And also, when I decided to charge more, persons were more reserved um, in taking on that um, initial step one because of the amount that was being charged. So I had to decide whether to continue um, with that aspect of the business and uh, continue at a loss per se, or if uh, I would then reevaluate and uh, move forward. So we um, reevaluated and we decided that dropping that aspect of the business was necessary and continuing with that which was more profitable, which is um, slowly writing uh, resumes and cover letters. Um, and uh, from there, move on. Now, the thing is, Jobs IQ, the name of the company literally has the, uh, what it literally did, search for jobs for, for people. So that in itself, I could not keep that name for the company because obviously I no longer search or do job search and application for persons. Um, so that is one of the reasons uh, why the change came about. The second was that yeah, hold on, I... Hold on, Tyrone. <laughs> Before you get to that second reason, um, I want to just keep that thought because you said a lot just now. Like, I think people need to understand. Um, I, I preach adaptability a lot when it comes on yeah. to, you know, talking to people about business in general. And you made a very tough decision it must have been, um, but it was a very bold decision because at the end of the day, um, we're doing business because we want to help others and stuff, but we also want to make money. Come on. <laughs> and if what you're doing is not making the money, if you're running things at a loss, it doesn't make sense to continue because all the savings we have <laughs> going to get run down. Right, and you don't want that to happen, right? So, mm -hmm. be like Tyrone, guys. You realize the problem that hey, hold on, this is actually costing more than I'm earning. And you reevaluate the situation, right? And just that final point about the reason why um, the name had to be changed is because 
if he had if he had kept the name Jab IQ, it would have been a misdirection or a false advertising because yeah. you know you would help with getting jobs before, but then it's not that anymore. But if you keep that name, it just wouldn't be too honest. So I think that um, was a very smart move, um, Chiron, and I really commend you for doing that. I hope I didn't um, <laughs> make you forget your second point, but go ahead. I just had to add my two cents on that. Oh, yeah, man, definitely, definitely. Um, very important to evaluate the business to see where you are and then moving forward from that. Uh, the second point, really, um, I was I was adding a, a new aspect to this as well, um, which is the uh, I do LinkedIn optimization as well, and we do interview coaching as well. Interview coaching was officially a part of the uh, job IQ, um, but it was at a limited um, aspect, but with um, the C Suite resume and career branding, it is now expanded. Um, and uh, as I said, LinkedIn optimization was added to the uh, was added to the um, to the portfolio of the business. Now, I was speaking with someone whom I I think of him as as, as a mentor. I don't I don't I don't think he knows that I look up to him as my mentor. <laughs> Um, but he was saying to me, <laughs> he was saying to me, um, that by the way, he does, he does, um, recruitment and also does, um, uh, resumes and, uh, so forth. That's his, his company. So I was speaking with him and I was telling him about the business and, uh, the expansion that I wanted to, to, um, to, to have. And he also said to me that I should consider expanding or changing my audience or my my market per se. Hmm. And uh, I was like, hmm. hmm. Because it seems those if job IQ only catered to or mainly catered to a particular market, right? And what I realized also is, once again, when writing a resume and writing a cover letter for a particular job or a particular person, it takes a lot of my time. It takes um, a lot of expertise that I've developed over the years of writing. And it takes a lot of my creativity as well, because Yaman, putting everything in the resume that I do. So with that also, the problem again came up with that much experience, that much expertise, that much creativity going into writing these resumes. Are you adequately um, charging for the service? So then again, price has to be re-evaluated. And with a re-evaluation of price, Matthew, there came a re-evaluation of the market that I also wanted to serve. Because, here's the thing, some people who just want a resume upgrade will pay you 
X amount. I don't really see the importance of a resume being upgraded, but then the society says, okay, I need them to update my resume. And they come to you and you do that for them. Once you go ahead and say, hey, the price has changed from this to this, they become reserved, they they draw back and say, hmm, I can't pay that. So my thing is, I wanted to now work with a combined persona. That is, person who saw the importance of updating their resumes, um, updating the cover letter, updating their LinkedIn portfolio, and also those persons who could actually pay me what I am charging. Hence, um, we move into a different marketplace per se, um, of more of a, a managerial role, suite hence the name, um, resume writing. And uh, from, yeah, so those two things combined really led to the, the change of the rebranding of Jobs IQ to C-suite uh, resumes and career branding. All right, awesome. Um, a couple of things to say here. Um, sometimes you have to go where you are appreciated. Um, it's sad to say, but a lot of people, they don't see the value in certain things and they don't see the need to pay for it or to pay a certain amount of money for it. And yep. it's, it's difficult, but you have to find the people who do find the value in these things. And of course, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's on your part to do the research and to talk to people and see if they would be interested in, in what you have to offer. And um, personally, I'm going through some rebranding myself. Um, the first model that I was doing. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a similar situation. And so I'm currently in the rebranding process. Talking about rebranding, you might see a little picture in the bottom corner of the screen. Yeah, that's the new logo. It's, it's simple, but I think it's going to be effective, you know. So, you know, stuff like that, you know, I'm trying to bring in nowadays. I'm still trying to fully figure out um, what exactly, you know, I'm going to transform the model to. But, you know, something is coming. Speaking of something that is coming, prioritizing your business vision volume two will be released this month. All right. So look out for that one. Those in my email list, you will be the first to know. Okay. So, yeah. rebranding is, yeah, so you, <laughs> <laughs> come on, that's a given, man. So, speaking of rebranding, um, we have seen how Tyrone, the decisions that he, he had to make, tough decisions, but smart decisions at the end of the day, to rebrand his business and to expand his market share, very important. Of course, the bigger the market share, bigger the revenue that's just how it goes you know particularly speaking but i'm gonna go into some you know what are some other benefits some added benefits of you know rebranding you know tyro mentioned a few a while ago but are there more 
examples of you know benefits of rebranding and we're gonna look at um we're gonna make a comment on a few of them and of course we're gonna look at why rebranding is done in the first place and of course um Carol mentioned a couple of those in his, you know, in giving his story on why he rebranded. Mm-hmm. All right. So of course, Carol, I do want, I do want your um, input as well. Sure. And uh, okay, so let's get into it. All right, so one of the benefits I see here is that it reduced marketing costs. And of course, you had, you know, touched on that topic a little bit in your example. Because of course, when you realize that you're working at a loss first, and then you change things, and then you realize that you're, you know, making a profit, overall, the cost of your marketing has reduced. Isn't that so terrible? Alright, so firstly, what rebranding is really is a strategic marketing decision. Alright, and even with that, you decide that um, once you're marketing, also reducing marketing costs is uh, a point that you take into consideration when rebranding. So, um, say for, for for example, persons who now decide, um, I had this company for so long, from the 1940s coming up, but the era, the age that we are currently in, demands more, demands that I go virtual, per se. But what they didn't realize, or realize now, is that the original way of marketing TV ads, radio, paper, those cost a lot more than it does to market now via uh, digital marketing. So definitely, branding does indeed reduce the marketing cost. All right, awesome. And you know, just to um, shed more light on the topic. Rebranding is the process of reshaping how a company or product is perceived. So that's very important because your brand is a part of your identity, your company's, your business's identity. And so when you rebrand, you're kind of changing that identity somewhat. All right. The idea of rebranding is not necessarily to become a completely new thing. Um, but you know, to tweak, for lack of a better word, to tweak how you present yourself and how you sell your product, or you know, make a few changes to the product itself. Yeah. And of course, you mentioned, you alluded to this one as well. It says attract more and better customers. And so you were just um, telling us about the fact that you know you've begun to find people who value what you have to offer. And you know those who are willing to pay whatever prices that you have. So, see that's one of the benefits coming out 
as well. But here's another important one. Differentiating from the competition. Tyrell, what do you have to say about that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that is a, a great benefit, really. The thing is that the market that you're in, um, the product or the service that you offer, competitors can really come in and just have it really saturated. So you have a decision now to leave in that market or to rebrand and show the reasons why you are unique, differentiate yourself and then stand out and either recapture your um, um, customers that may have gone out here or just expand per se. Um, when you differentiate yourself, when you have um, differentiate yourself and have a particular unit about you, it definitely attracts more um, more clients, more customers. Exactly. And of course, that goes into the next point. It says it, it boosts the value of your company. And it all makes sense because if rebranding has made you, you know, attract more customers, it that just inevitably boosts the value of your company. Your company is more valuable because you're making profit. And um, there's another one I saw. Um, charging premium prices. <laughs> what do you have to say about that one? Because that one can be a bit controversial in some ways. So, um, is, that you, is it that you charge premium prices now? I do. I, 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 I really do. And uh, here is here's the, the reason behind it. Um, I, I was, even today actually, I was um, listening to one of my friends on uh, Instagram. She was talking about her business. And a comment that she made was that to not give discounts, especially when not necessary. Um, because that just devalues um, your product or your service. And always, when you value what you do and understand what you put in to your product or to your service, then there, um, there is a particular um, instance or a particular level where in which you are going to decide that a particular premium package is charged for um, this service or product that I put out. When you rebrand per se, you are not just putting out the same product or the, or the, or the same service. You know, it uh, has to be that you are rebranding that product, but something has been added to it that right. will allow for you to charge a premium or the service. Something has been added to it to for you for you to know um, charge a particular um, premium. I charge a particular premium for a combined package. That is, if you want um, for me to get your resume done, get your cover letter done, get your LinkedIn profile optimized, um, get your interview preparation and all of that, then I expect to be charged a premium price. That is the thing. The premium is charged because of um, the packaging, packaging that comes with it. Awesome. And that, those are very strong points there. Um, we're just going to go quickly 
into the reason why you should um, rebrand. So apart from the reasons that were, you know, mentioned by Tyrone, you know, not being profitable, not reaching the right people, there are, you know, a few other examples. Now, one of them is internationalization. So basically making your brand more international. Um, Tyrone made a good point earlier about online marketing. And, you know, that's one of the easiest, that is the easiest way to go international. Because when you go on Instagram, Facebook, whatever the case may be, you can reach people in so many different countries just like that. Right? So if it is that you're running a business that isn't international, if it's even in that way, you need to get on board. Yep, so true. Another one is outdated image. Um, in the age of technology, things move really fast. And so you have to be very, you know, adaptable in terms of how you present yourself and, you know, how you present your products and stuff. Because once mm -hmm. things look, start to look too old and outdated, people are going to lose interest. And so another one, if you have a bad reputation, um, I really hope yeah. for those watching that you don't have a bad reputation <laughs> with your business or whatever the case may be. But if, if it is that you have a bad reputation, you're going to have to rebrand. You don't really have a choice <laughs> in this case. You know, you have to, you know, reclaim your reputation and rebranding is one of the ways you can do that. And of course, Carol mentioned this one, changing markets, right? You might be trying to reach a certain market and then you realize you're not getting anywhere. And so you have to find another market and rebrand to suit, you know, that market. And of course, another one here is, you know, being too similar. Of course, Carol mentioned that one as well, you know, the saturation of a certain type of product. And if you don't want to be, um too similar and participate in that dog fight um you can rebrand and you know set yourself aside yeah. exactly so what, what we're trying to say here is that you know giving up is not really an option rebranding is an option because at the end of the day the first um attempt in trying to bring something to the world may not be successful but you have to look at that and you know see what you can do to change it up and you know rebrand there's nothing wrong with that look rebranding is done in so many different ways um so many ways, yeah i have seen snacks like st mary's banana chips for example they just mm -hmm. change the packaging or you know they, they make a different variety like they have the extra crispy um brand um variety of the banana chips so always you know stuff like that really helps to bring in more people because when i was in high school i did not like st mary's banana chips i'm just gonna be honest here but you know as time progressed i see that they repackage and i say you know i'm gonna give the banana chips a chance again and you know the new, yeah. the new crispy variety i actually really like it so I mean, you might never know what will happen when you rebrand, all right? So take it from us, me, I'm going through the process and 
Tyrol who has gone to the processor rebranding, you know, it is a good thing, all right? I know you, you might be scared and you might you might wonder, you know, what's going to happen, but at the end of the day, you're going to use what you've started before and reshape that into something else. Tyrone, why else do you have to say? Because I know you probably have more to say. Um, well, not not much more to, to say. I just actually covered all the reasons that the benefits of the rebranding. Um, can you say relevant? I just say an old image um, that needs to be changed. Um, increasing your market share, rebranding helps with it, with that. Differentiating rebranding helps with that. Expanding, as you just mentioned, veterinary banana chips. What they did was a um, a multi rebranding because not only did they change their packaging um, and differentiate it, but they also added new um, new products to to their line. That is expansion right there. They did. Yeah. So um, whatever it is that you you think you're able to to add um, to your product or to your service. Whatever, um, where be it, that is your your product or your look is outdated, mundane, saturated, um, within oh, yeah. the market. You are able, you <laughs> are exactly, you you you're really able to 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 rebrand and uh, yes, it works. I'm able to say that. Um, it works because I had to appeal to a different market, different audience as well. And people have been reaching out to me, persons who are managers that want to move up and reaching out to me. Um, um, I, I, I recently had someone who was the, the head of product management at a particular company reaching out to me. Um, to do a resume and LinkedIn optimization for them. Wow. So it works. It works. It works. Um, and the, the whole idea of internationalization of the business as well, legit, Matthew, I have people from Trinidad reaching out to me. Um, I have people from the US reaching out to me um, to, to, to do these things. So go ahead, rebrand if you want to, and uh, make that change. And, some more money for your business and for yourself and your family. All right. Awesome stuff. And, you know, on that note, I think we've said enough. We can end it right here. Um, thank you very much, Tyrone, for being here yet again and kicking off season two um, talking about this particular, you know, topic. I guess if you need help with rebranding, you can talk to any of us. Our contacts will be in the description. And, you know, thank you for coming back for season two. And I guess we'll see you in the next episode. Tyrone, take it away. You take care. And everyone, have yourself a great, great day as well. Take care now.